Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hey, my friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. I'm the owner and founder of Salt Society, and what a week it is. The week before Christmas, everyone is probably feeling drained as fuck, taking all the clients, doing all the things, doing all the Christmas shopping, all of that. And today, what I wanted to do is, first off, just give you some gratitude for how far you've come, the things you've achieved. And it's not often that we just sit back and say, I'm really proud of myself. You've made it through a pandemic that's still going on. Um, We are uh, still running our businesses. We are Christmas shopping. We are just like, just we're doing all the things. And I need you to know if you are doing all of the things and feeling burnt out, I see you, I feel you. You know, and and being the winter time on the East Coast right now, like there's a lot of seasonal depression. There's just a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of fear. And I wanted to take this time for this episode to give you an understanding of why change is so hard. So right now, you may be, you know, thinking about, okay, it's a new year, new me. Um, I'm putting the past behind me. I'm going to start new. I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to start showing up on Instagram. I'm going to start doing those TikTok videos. <laughs> I'm going to start uh, clearing out my schedule of people who no longer serve my energy. I'm going to start specializing in something, whatever that thing is. I'm finally going to open my business of my dreams. I'm finally going to go it on my own. Whatever that means for you, just take a second and just know that it's possible. Just start there. I think where we end up going wrong is we try to think about the whole scope of what we want to achieve versus where we are right now. And we get overwhelmed by how many steps it's going to take. And we think that it's inherently going to be challenging or hard or painful, right? And and I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be. Um, I am going to give you some science on why change is hard, understanding your mind, understanding fear, understanding how to take um, inspired action. I'm going to talk to you about how not to activate your limbic system and how to create uh, goal rewards. And so this is just going to help you pace yourself out because this is, we're not in this, like, uh, it's not a, a race to get to your goal. It's about the journey of who you become to get to this goal, whether it's just being able to drink more water or move more. It doesn't have to even be a career goal. It could just be personal. Um, maybe you're on your journey of healing. Maybe you're doing more meditation. Maybe you are um, removing toxic people from your life or just toxic situations, toxic thought programs. Maybe it's not to talk so negatively to yourself. And any change um, inherently is going to trip up the body a little bit. And um, I'm going to give you some tools on how to navigate that. 
So if you at some point have a notebook, I'd really, really love for you to write some notes down and take some take some notes to, to kind of allow you to take the thoughts that we're thinking and translate that onto paper. It's going to help you remember them more. It's going to help you feel more connected to the content that we're going over today. So um, here we go. Let's dive right in. Why is change hard? So where we have to start first is understanding that change is constant. Change is always going to happen. Our growth, on the other hand, that is our choice. We can grow and we can move through change, um, but change is constant. It's going to happen regardless, whether we're choosing the change or it's happening kind of inevitably um, around us and surrounding us. We've, we know this to be true based on just the evolution of our lives and, and, and just outward experiences too, right? Whether it be losing a loved one, navigating a pandemic, opening a business, um, getting new clients, marketing yourself, whether it's um, expanding your knowledge onto techniques, you're, you're going to experience change. And so when we experience change, a few things happen, a few things happen in our minds. So when we understand how this works is you want to think about the mind first and foremost, like, um, if you ever had, uh, <laughs> I feel like I have to take this three steps back for a second. I apologize. So when you are experiencing change, you've probably experienced a few of the following things. Nervousness, anxiety, panic, uh, maybe a little bit of like your stomach starts to feel a little tight. Maybe you start coming up with like all of a sudden all the stories start to get really big and scary in your head and you start to to worry, right? And so that on the basis of it is fear of some sort, fear of change, fear of losing um, people, seeing us differently, fear of success, fear of anything. So when we feel any kind of fear, we are activating the limbic system, the fight or flight. And when we do this, we're actually setting off the alarm system in our minds. And when we set the alarm system off, when the fear center, the amygdala in your brain is activated, guess what? You are going to experience all of the things. You're going to experience excuses, fear-based narratives, scary thoughts. You're going to experience um, maybe panic, anxiety, all of the things. So when you experience this, that's the alarm system right? So you have to kind of know your alarm system, get to know what your alarm system actually does in your body, in your mind, and, and understand its work, inner workings. It's very much like an alarm clock, right? It's, it's when the alarm, when it's set at five o'clock in the morning and it goes off and it's like, wah, 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 and then you have to press snooze, right? So we have to understand what your alarm clock sounds like in your body and in your mind. What happens when you are feeling afraid when you're feeling fear. For me, I feel it right in my solar plexus area, which is like right underneath the breastbone. Um, that starts to throb a little bit and I start to, um, I start to get these like little, like, uh, it's almost like butterflies in my whole body. Like 
And then I also have this like tingling that goes down the back of my neck. That's what happens when I'm afraid. And, and it, it varies from intensities, like the volume turns up. If it's something really scary, like it has something to do with my kids, um, that volume is all the way up. And I am immediately feeling the tingling, the butterflies, the, the intensity in my solar plexus. Uh, my breathing starts to shallow a little bit. And then if it's something a little bit different, like I want to take action in something I've never done before, the volume is much lower, but it still feels the same. The intensity is just an high. So what I want you to do is just think about what your alarm clock sounds like in your body. And then this is a great indicator for how to navigate through this. And we don't want, we want to allow ourselves to not activate the alarm clock. So the important thing to remember is that when your alarm clock is activated, most times you are not in danger, but your brain doesn't know the difference. Your Literally, your brain doesn't know if a bear is chasing you or if you're trying to show up online and you're nervous about it. It does not know the difference. Fear is fear. And there's a reason why we have this really big, beautiful alarm system is to keep us safe, right? But now we aren't living in the woods. We don't have to worry about bears getting us or not being able to survive. We're oftentimes feeling fear on a lower volume, um, but still our bodies react the same way to make us retreat back to how we would feel if we weren't afraid. It's like, okay, the alarm clock, hi, pay attention. My alarm clock is going on. I want you to go back to what you were doing before. So that's when the excuses start. And what I mean by going back to what you were doing before is like, it's retreating back to safety, which could just be your current comfort level, your comfort zone of not showing up online, not marketing yourself, not opening the business, not moving your body, not doing all the things. Like it's just going to start swelling to say, hey, uh, and then it's going to get louder if you don't listen to it. If you start moving forward and you're like, I'm just going to do this anyways, the alarm clock actually intensifies in volume. Remember where you're talking about the scale of volume, whether it's smaller or louder or lower or louder. So that's why it's so important to take different actions that are not going to activate the limbic system. So we understand the mind that the amygdala is going to activate whenever you have a thought that is going through the filtered system of your belief systems of what you believe to be true about your life, your ability, what's bad, what's good, what's hard, what's easy. Everyone has different filtration systems inside of their brain. So for somebody, um, movement uh, or, um, you know, moving their body or in introducing any kind of movement into their life is easy. Like, oh, okay, that's no brainer. But for somebody who has, like myself, a past eating disorder, um, movement was always tied to shrinking my body. And when you're healing from that and you're no longer navigating that, you have to navigate through your old filtration system. So introducing small integral changes that will not activate your old alarm system and creating a new one. So that being said, we know the difference between the brain in terms of fear, right? So when we're experiencing change, right, it's something different. We're changing our comfort zones, whether it's a small step in the right direction, whether it's a large skip. So when we're thinking about making any kind of change, we have to understand our alarm system, what it feels like in our body, what those, what our experiences are, because if you have, um, if you know your alarm system and you know, you're activating change, then we're like, okay, so I might be experiencing this, but it's, I'm not in danger. 
I need to know that and I need my ways to like to be able to move through this in a way that may feel slightly uncomfortable, but I know that it's temporary. And knowing that your alarm system may activate um, if you are persevering through something that was uncomfortable at one time. So let's just say, for example, I have a really big fear of uh, marketing my business. I'm a, because for whatever reason, like the, on a surface level, you may be afraid of marketing your business because you're afraid no one is actually going to come. And then that's uh, fear, fear of abandonment, fear of failure, all of these things, right? Um, it might actually be much deeper than that. And that's on a subconscious level. We're not going to be able to have time to go through that today. That's something completely different. But on a surface level, that's what you may actually be afraid of. So if you're navigating through that um, without the proper goal rewards, what's going to end up happening is you're going to start showing up online. You're going to start doing these things. And all of a sudden, you're gonna, your alarm system is going to get really, really loud. And then all of a sudden, you're going to start making excuses. You're going to stop showing up. You're going to um, have a lot of creative blocks. You're going to feel your negative narrative actually may increase. Um, and your likelihood of having increased motivation and long-term consistency is massively lowered. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about the goal that you want, whether it's small, whether it's big, maybe it's opening your salon, maybe it's going on your own, maybe it's as simple as getting more clients, okay? So I want you to think about this goal for a second and I want you to ask yourself, what am I afraid is gonna happen if I reach this goal? So let's just say it's marketing like for new clients or learning a new balayage technique or integrating extensions. We're going to take the balayage one for a second. Maybe you don't feel super great in balayage uh, right now and you're like, I want to start becoming a balayage expert. Okay. So that's the goal. What am I afraid is going to happen if I become a balayage expert? Maybe the first thing that comes up is like, well, I, I don't know enough. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to mess up. Okay. So then you're going to ask yourself, if I feel like I'm going to mess up, this is what you're going to, you have the answer to what the fear is, right? What's, what's coming up around, what am I afraid is going to happen if I open up my business? What am I afraid is going to happen if I do this? Okay. So once you start jotting those things down and opening up real estate in your brain and putting it on paper, then you can reverse it and say, okay, but if I did get more knowledge or if this didn't happen, for example, um, I wasn't good enough. If I was good enough, like what if I was really good at this? How would that benefit my life? Okay, so that's all I want you to uh, that's all I want you to write down for today. How what the, what what are you afraid is going to happen with your goal if you achieve it? And whatever fear comes up, you're going to reverse it and say, what if this didn't happen or if this did happen, how would this benefit my life? Or what would I no longer feel if this did go right? Okay. So knowing that there's probably a benefit to you actually achieving that goal is what we want to focus our energy on. And what we focus on, our energy is going to grow in that direction. So we want to focus on the good part versus the scary part. Because if we always focus on the good part, and be like, okay, well, if the scary part happens, I can I can build up enough strength knowing that if I persevere through it, the good part is what I'm aiming towards. 
too often we only focus on the negative and not the positive because our brains are inherently wired in a negative way to maintain um, making sure that we stay safe. So if we're always focused on negative, we'll retreat back to a comfort zone. But it takes practice to see the positive, right? It takes practice to do this. All right, so next what we're going to do is we're not we're going to take small action small action important steps to actually move towards this goal okay so when we set a goal we need to know the two reasons why that we end up feeling um like we are going to succeed in that goal or we drop the goal entirely we make decisions based on increasing pleasure or decreasing pain. So that goal, is this going to increase pleasure in your life or is it decreasing current pain? So for example, um, taking a balayage course, right? That's probably going to decrease your pain of not knowing how to do certain things. It's going to increase your knowledge, which makes you feel more self-empowered, which makes you feel more excited because you're like, oh, great. Now I know that that's a light bulb moment. Now I'm going to practice that one thing. So know your goal, know the positive. What is the reward? How is this increasing pleasure or decreasing pain in your life? Okay, so that's what I want you to answer. Know the goal, know the fear, reverse the fear, ask how it benefits your life of reversing that fear. And then what is the goal reward? How is this increasing my life or how is this decreasing or increasing pleasure or decreasing pain in my life? Now from there, we need to just be able to take one step, one step, because if we just do one step, then and we're not thinking about the whole system, the whole blueprint, then guess what happens? We took one step and we realize, oh, okay, great, that wasn't that bad. But it's actually getting someone to take the first step is the most challenging because they might already feel the fear of taking the first step. But if you can hold yourself accountable and take one step, whether it's Googling how to do something, whether it's, um, reading a blog post, whether it's listening to a podcast, whether it's going for the walk, maybe it's drinking the water, maybe it's finding a support system, maybe it's finding a Facebook group, talking to a friend. One thing that's going to help you move towards that direction, it doesn't have to be the fast track of getting to the goal. Remember the journey of who you become and reaching this goal is what's the most important. So think about this. What is my goal reward and what is the first step I can take? What's the first step? Just one thing. And you know, you know, the answer is inside of you. And this is the most important thing as an educator and a coach is that I'm helping you unlock what's already inside of you. Okay. And the most important thing when you are creating this goal is to not over consume, but to create. You can consume a little bit, consume a little bit of knowledge, consume a little bit of that podcast, consume a little bit of that book, consume a little bit of the things, but it's more so it's not the knowledge that you need in an overabundance of knowledge. What you need right now is bravery. You just need to take a step into creation mode. That's all we need to do is just to create. Creating is the most powerful and beautiful gift on this planet. And as a hairstylist, as a business owner, you, my friend, have so much creative power in your life. It's unreal. 
It's unreal. And you can create the life of your dreams. You can create whatever you want in your life, but taking the first step and proving to yourself that you are brave enough to just take one step forward in the right direction, that is going to not activate your limbic system. That is not going to activate your alarm system. But if you start over-consuming, taking too many steps, what's going to happen is that your alarm system, which you are now learning what it feels like, what it is, you're going to feel the volume increase. And then what's going to happen when the volume increases? It's going to decrease your motivation, increase the excuses, increase the anxiety, and procrastination is going to happen. Self-sabotage is going to happen. And that's not what we want. Okay, so let's recap what we did. We understood why change is so hard, right? Because any kind of change is is basically saying, I'm doing something different than what I'm currently doing. And the brain always wants to keep you in the same safe space. Your brain hates change, radical change. Small change is fine. Radical change your brain does not like because it feels like it's putting you in a space of danger, which activates your alarm system. Okay, your alarm clock is going to go whirp, whirp, whirp. We talked about different kinds of fear. We talked about, you know, taking small steps in the right direction. And then we talked about how to create a reward system. And the question that you want to ask yourself is thinking about the goal, whatever that goal is for you, because it's unique and special to you. Okay, what is that goal that you want? And then you're going to ask yourself, what am I afraid is going to happen if I achieve it? For some of you, the the answer may be, hell hell no, nothing. It'd be great. And in that sense, take take a larger step towards it because there's there's no belief systems or, or navigating old fear blocks that you have to go through. But for a lot of people, there's a lot of fear blocks. There's a lot of navigating old stories, old identities, all of these things of what I can achieve and what's going to be hard. And if your brain thinks it's going to be hard, you are 100% less likely to take action. So ask yourself, how is this one step going to be easy and fun for me? Okay. And then we're going to create your goal reward. So after the fear of what your goal brings up for you, you're going to rewire that. And you're going to say, this is actually what would happen if I, what, what actually would happen if I achieved it, how my life would actually look. And then that goal reward is this would increase my pleasure. I would feel more fulfilled. I would feel less anxiety. I'd feel more joy. I would have more clients. I would have, um, you know, thinking about the feeling, right? Because the feeling is what activates motivation, okay? Then that what is what pain is it de- decreasing while you reach that goal? What pain is that decreasing in your life? Lack of funds, lack of um, confidence, lack of bravery, lack what whatever that is. What is it going to decrease? Okay. Now I want you to really get to know your body, get to know your mind during goal setting because it's very very important. Knowing your unique system and your unique way that your body reacts, your is going to be so imperative because then it's going to feel like you're going to recognize it in a heartbeat and you're going to be like, oh, that's just what this is. And then you're going to be able to use um, tools that I have to calm down your nervous system, to help decrease the anxiety in your body and help you 
narrow back into the prefrontal cortex, which is the awareness part of your mind. And it's going to calm down your energetic body and it's going to make you feel more centered and grounded so you can take action. So today, I hope you found this super, super helpful. Um, inside of the community, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. Uh, Salt Society has the most amazing thing. It's called the community. And every month we have new content that comes out from mindset to empowerment to uh, blueprints to, um, and then we also have new tutorials for your skill set that come out every single month on top of a feature Friday educator. And then we also have um, our virtual meetups. So we meet everybody inside the community and we also have a private Facebook group for um, communication between members. So yes, we have an entire vault of education, over 12 hours of education that you can access immediately. You can get a month free. Um, and I will put all of that inside of the show notes and you can uh, experience that below. Uh, this month on January 1st coming up, for January. It's crazy. We have so much content. I'm sharing my boundaries blueprint with you. And we're going to be going through that. That's going to be, um, you can access that immediately on January 1st, along with one of our educators, Christian Domingos, is going to be sharing his uh, foil, unique foil work patterns on top of styling and taking photos. And then we also have Kristen Lumiere, who is our feature Friday, who is going to go over ways to navigate sticky situations like credit card disputes, um, how to let a client go, how to handle clients that frequently reach out to you. And with this education, we are intentionally creating each month as it rolls out. So January, you are going to have a lot of boundary building, a lot of ways to increase your motivation, increase your strength and boundaries. Um, and then in the next month, we have marketing. So you can imagine why we do the boundaries first and then the marketing so that we can start uh, really creating the business that you want and getting the right people in and being able to create a system of boundaries. And because this is all about being able to fall in love with your career and make sure that it's benefiting you spiritually, emotionally, physically, and that you aren't resenting yourself or being mad at yourself for saying yes when you wanted to say no. And I always want to say this to you is that anytime that you say yes, when you really want to say no, you are saying no to something else, whether it be your children who are waiting for you at home, whether it be yourself, whether it be your husband, your partner, your girlfriend, um, whoever it is, you're always saying no to something else. And is that worth the sacrifice? So ask yourself those questions today. Uh, write down those notes and I cannot wait to see you inside of the community. We also have a free Facebook group, which I will um, comment down below inside of the show notes. And I hope to see you inside of the community. It's going to be an incredible year of content and continued content. And if you haven't accessed this past month's content, it's so much. We had uh, Lindsay Means who was doing um, how to find your soul clients through human design, which is incredible. And then we also had myself inside of there finding your success feeling for the mindset group. And then we also had um, a tutorial on how to do wide plank, low light panels, and a balayage retouch. Uh, so, so much education we also did um, inside the virtual meetup this month. We also did a uh, balayage fundamentals and consultations that convert methodology. So all of that is inside of the community hub. You can get your own members hub today, dive right in and start taking notes. You have success kits inside of every month on top of related resources, blog posts on everything. So 
We also have uh, merchandise to help you stay focused and organized from notebooks to binders to pens to stickers to the coffee mugs. All of it is in there for you. So um, I'm sending you so much love. And if you need any support, you can follow me directly on at Pretty Little Ombre. You can direct message me um, or follow us on uh, at underscore Salt Society and sending you so much love and happy holidays, my friend.